USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and happy Father's Day to any fathers out there this morning. This morning, we're going to be talking about financial tips from fathers and forefathers and ideas about how to protect your family, perhaps if you are a father. So this morning, I'd like to first of all uh, greet my partner here, Attorney Tenny Lentz. Good morning, Tenny. Happy Father's Day, everyone. And also my favorite son, Peter Lance. Good morning, Pete. Oh, it's the joke that never gets old. It never gets old. Yeah, it actually does. That was uh, sarcasm, if you couldn't hear it oozing through my voice. <laughs> yeah, actually, Peter is my only son, but um, I like to tease him once in a while. So we've got a lot of ma- a while. material to cover today. Uh, we're going to try to teach you some information, give you some encouragement. Feel free to call our office anytime you wish at 508-998-8858. When you say we're going to teach them some things, how are we going to teach them some things about being a father? Is that like how to change a diaper? And No, you can do that. You're nearer to the uh, source than I am. Financial tips for fathers. Yeah, okay. how to protect your family, how to make a better legacy for your family, how to teach your children if they're teachable. It's not always the case, but sometimes it is. So... First of all, I'd like to talk about our heritage just a little bit, Pete. We have something very special in our family in that we have four generations in a row of men who have served in the Marine Corps, all of whom were fathers, starting with my grandfather, who served in World War I. And he served as a Marine in World War I in France in the trenches. He had one child who was my father. And then my dad served in the Marines for 20 years. He retired. And he had three children. My sister, who's one year older than I am, myself, I was the middle child, and then my brother, who's the youngest. So it's amazing how generations just continue. Yeah, it's it's actually something I'm really proud of and pretty remarkable. Four generations of Marines. And um, I don't believe that either of my boys will continue that tradition, but still, four generations is pretty significant. Well, one never knows. And we're about to have a third generation of Masons. Right? Yes, that's worth mentioning, isn't it? So I joined the Masonic fraternity and about 29 years ago. Um, and then, Peter, you joined around 20 years ago, I believe, right? I just got a little postcard um, handwritten saying, congratulations on 22 years or 23 years, I forgot. That's possible. Yep, that's possible. And then your son, my grandson, uh, Nathan, is also taking steps to become a Mason himself. And you are a 33rd degree Mason, which is very, um, you know, important and special. That's uh, nothing that you can really do to obtain that title. And uh, it's something that has to be uh, recommended by your peers and voted upon by your peers. Well, today we're going to be talking about uh, fathers and fatherhood and how to be a better father, perhaps, and like I said, how to leave a better legacy for your family, how to protect your family. I think probably the most important thing for a father is to be able to do things which are protective of their family. Of course, Jerry Seinfeld once said, you can tell what was the best year of your father's life because they seemed to freeze that clothing style and write it out. He had some great sayings, didn't he? Yep, smart man. Well, having uh, children doesn't necessarily mean that you're a father. Anybody can father children, but to raise children, you need to be a father in, in spirit, and you need to be present if you can. George Bush once said, I've been to war. I've raised twins. If I had a choice, I'd rather go to war. That's not nice. I disagree. <laughs> no, but I thought it was cute. <laughs> Fathering, being a good father is a really tough job. 
It is a tough job. There's a lot of demands, a lot of expectations, and you're torn between wanting to teach children and discipline them, and hopefully they're going to be on the right track. So let's talk about some uh, information regarding the history of Father's Day. So when was Father's Day formed, Pete? Do you have any idea? I do not, and I don't see it here in my notes, so you must have that in front of you. Yeah, I probably do. The the first Father's Day that is on record was uh, June 19th of 1910 in Spokane, Washington. And then it became a national holiday in 1913. So it's been around for a while. It was uh, created after Mother's Day, which sort of gives you the impression of which is the more important. <laughs> well, this is pretty bad. I'm just, I was curious as to whether Mother's Day or Father's Day was first um, as an actual national holiday. And Father's Day was first. Oh, that's not what my history says. It says Mother's Day was May 9th, 1914, hmm. which is a year after Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody's got their facts mixed up, but in any case, it's been more than 100 years of celebrating mothers and fathers. Well, I'm going to put an end to this dispute. Father's Day is simply nine months after Mother's Night. Does that I make just, any I, sense? Yes, I get it. Okay. All right, let's talk about financial advice from seven real dads, and let's talk about some things that we can do to be protective and teach our children and teach them well. There's even songs written about that. I guess one of the first things that I would think is probably very important, Tenny, is to make sure you have an estate plan. And you're primarily in the estate planning business. You do wills and trusts and Medicaid planning and nursing home protection planning. I just met with some people this past week, for example, who um, they have uh, the father is deceased and the mother's uh, in need of constant care, almost 24-hour care at home. They're trying to keep her out of a nursing home and they're trying to protect her assets. But ideally, they should have started five years earlier, shouldn't they? Well, that really is the problem because there is a five-year look back for what's called the Medicaid program. And uh, people just don't want to face that fact. And, and really, who can predict when somebody will need care? So most of the planning is done too late. In other words, people procrastinate, put it off, and they think it's not going to happen to them. But sooner or later, a lot of things do happen. So when we talk about estate planning essentials, um, I've got a great little article here that um, I think was on CBS News. And basically, it talks about draft a will. More than half of Americans don't even have a will. It's a big mistake. Even if you don't have a large estate, somebody's going to have to handle your your financial affairs and your assets after you're gone, and you need a document to spell that out. So at a minimum, um, you should have a will. If you have younger children, for example, you should name a guardian if you've got children under the age of 18. And then you want to name somebody as your executor or personal representative who's going to handle your matters for you, somebody you can trust. Usually it's a family member, but it doesn't have to be a family member. Um, could be a lawyer, could be a bank, although I guess you don't represent, you don't recommend banks, do you? We don't, uh, only because they tend to have a very high fee for their services. Um, so usually a family member can take over the work and get it done. It, it all is related to what's called probate. And I tell people it's two ways to go through probate, with a will or without a will. And people get confused about a will does. Um, the only thing really that a will does is to tell the court who you want to have, as you say, for the personal representative and who you want your things to be passed on to. Or if you don't do a will, you might consider doing a trust. So generally, if you have real estate, if you have a house, and if you have values in your estate of $250,000 or more, you ought to be doing a trust. Absolutely, because most people would definitely prefer not to go through the probate process, and that's what trusts can do for you. And probates take a long time, don't they? 
take a long time, cost about the same amount of money. We're going to get more into, you know, Father's Day and, and uh, you know, get back on why Father's Day is important and what it takes to be a good dad. And one of the biggest things is what you're talking about. Um, so it is pertinent to the conversation, which is, um, you know, fathers need to protect their families. And part of doing that is planning um, with wills or estate plans. Yep. Uh, you said, Dad, that um, over half of all Americans only have a will. Don't even have a will. Don't even have a will, I should say. Have done nothing. And then um, there's over a quarter of all Americans who don't have any life insurance at all. And most people who have life insurance don't have nearly enough. So that's an important thing as a dad uh, to protect your your spouse and your children is to have life insurance and enough life insurance. And it's not as expensive as you think. For example, I know, Pete, you and your wife each have a $1 million policy on your lives. It's term insurance in this case. Hers is just under $1,000 a year and mine is just over $1,000 a year. Right. And that's designed to protect you and your children. So if something happens to one of you um, before they're educated, there's going to be money available to educate them. But, Tenny, people should also do a durable power of attorney. So if you become incapacitated, somebody can sign for you. Um, documents for making medical decisions, like healthcare proxies, for example. Yes. Um, people come in to talk about estate planning. And generally, they think about wills or trusts. But those things only take care of you after you're deceased. So I tell people that while you're alive, there are really critical documents that everyone should have. One is a durable power of attorney for property, and the other is a health care power of attorney. And with those documents, somebody else can help care for your estate if you are unable to do so. So we're going to take a short break and we come back. We're going to talk about a few other quick things you can do from a legal point of view. I want to leave you with one quotation before a break from Mark Twain. When I was a boy of 14, my father was so ignorant, I could hardly stand to have the old man around. But when I got to be 21, I was astonished at how much the old man had learned in seven years. That's one of my all-time favorites. I'm sure it is. Absolutely true. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back to Money Wise, ladies and gentlemen. We're celebrating Father's Day today. Father's Day has been around for, what, 100 years or more, I guess? More than 100. Just a little over 100. The quote that you ended the first segment uh, with Mark is, Twain? Yeah, it's, it's really such an accurate quote. I remember, you know, how unpleasant I was. Yes, you were. As a teenager, and <laughs> it was my early 20s when I realized how many things that you were right about and how ignorant I had been. You were just you... mostly a devil. Thank you. Well, or pain in the neck. <laughs> I really, really can't wait for my oldest to turn 22, 23, and maybe come around as well. So how are you feeling these days about the old man, Pete? For the past, I don't know, 30 years, 25 years, I guess. Never mind, I'm putting you on the spot. You don't have to he's, answer. He's become quite smart, right? Yeah, you've, you've really matured and learned a lot over the years. It's amazing. Well, Harry Truman once said, I have found the best way to give advice to your children is to find out what they want and then advise them to do it. Yeah, and we got off topic before, um, and actually before I even get back on topic, about the best financial advice from Seven Real Dads. Uh, Just real quick, and I've spoken about this before, I can't tell you how many times a year I will get somebody who will send me a message, an email, Um, a Facebook message, a text message saying, my dad needs life insurance. Um, Is it too late? 
And if you have to ask, yes. Um, you know, I've had people say my dad is about to go on hospice, doesn't have any even burial insurance, never mind anything else. Is it too late? And I always say, unfortunately, it is. So, you know, the earlier you prepare, the better. Well, you have to plan. And you should have uh, at least burial insurance at the very least, twenty twenty-five thousand dollars And we can help arrange that, right, Pete? Absolutely. Yeah, give Pete a call at 508-998-8858. You know, even in the Bible, in uh, the, the book of Matthew 19, 19, it says, honor thy father and thy mother. That's something we all need to do on Father's Day. So here's a question. Um, when are more phone calls made to parents on Mother's Day or Father's Day? Mother's Day. Yes. Um, this is an old thing that we bring up every <laughs> single time we do a Father's Day show. We don't do one every year, but pretty much. Um, but yes, Mother's Day, the most phone calls are made. Um, now, the second part of that doesn't really um, have the same effect that it used to because nobody has a payphone um, that they use anymore, really, or mm -hmm. call collect anymore. But the most collect calls every year um, are on Father's Day, or at least they used to be when yes. collect calls were a thing. Right. So let's come back for just a minute to you, Tenny, Attorney Tenny Lance. We talked about having a will or having a trust. Uh, Peter, you mentioned having some life insurance and having some burial insurance. Otherwise, you're going to be a burden to your family. Tenny, what about um, retirement accounts? You always want to make sure you have updated beneficiaries named. And if you're not sure, do it again. Yes, we suggest to people that if they can't put their hands on a copy of their latest beneficiary schedules, that they ought to make out new ones. So it's really easy. All you have to do is contact the company that holds your particular financial asset, whether it's an insurance policy or an IRA or whatever, and just ask for a change of beneficiary form. Then make it out and send it back, but keep a copy. Pete, do you know who uh, Jerry Lewis was? Of course. Oh, okay, good. Well, he once said, when I was a kid, I said to my father one afternoon, Daddy, will you take me to the zoo? And he answered, if the zoo wants you, let them come and get you. Yeah. Do, you ever, do you ever feel that way with your kids? I call them animals all the time. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> no, he did a lot for um, muscular dy dystrophy. I couldn't get that out. Um, for uh, telethons, he did. Right. And when he got older, he got really cranky about them because they were 24-hour telethons. And I was listening to audio clips about him the other day, actually, and he would get really nasty towards the end as he got older and had to stay up for 24 hours. Well, it's sort of like going back to when children were babies, maybe. Well, not everybody can be a father. Um, not everybody can be a mother. So if you happen to have that status... Think about your role and think about what you do. Um, not everybody can grow up with a father, unfortunately. No, and I know personally some uh, men who uh, legally adopted um, a stepdaughter and uh, really have treated them like their own. And, sure. and it's amazing to see that type of man um, and maturity when the real father isn't there for the, the child. Well, quickly back to IRAs and retirement accounts. If you're not sure who your beneficiaries are, if you can't find the piece of paper that designates your beneficiary, the simplest thing to do is just contact your IRA custodian, or we'll help you do it if you want, and say, send me a change of beneficiary form. You fill it out all over again, you send it in. But do something to make sure your basic estate planning documents are in place. You know, one of these articles that we're using for this program talks about financial tips every new father needs to hear. Mm -hmm. You need a will. Yes, you need a will because that's where you name guardians for your kids. And if you care about your child, you really want to be sure of who would take over if anything did happen to you. Sure, of course. So Pete, in, in my will and my trust, I've named somebody to be your guardian. No, I'm just kidding. You're over the age of 18 now. I was going to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things that fathers can teach their sons or their children is the wonderful benefits of sarcasm. I've been practicing it all my life. 
my favorite thing in the world is being a dad. And yes, I like to have sarcasm and teach them that. And they're pretty, uh, pretty good at it now, including Charlotte. She learned at a very young age to say, is that sarcasm? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, it is fun. But, you know, talking again about protecting and teaching children, um, schools don't teach about money any longer. So, Did they ever? I don't know. But Oh, yes. Way back when I was first in school, long, long time ago. It's shameful that we're supposedly the greatest nation in the country, and yet we have, you know, how to play the, what do they call that? Not the clarinet, but that little uh, recorder. recorder. How to, how to oh, play the right. recorder. I mean, why is that useful in life? And how is it that we don't have a general class that should be every single year, not just, you know, in fifth grade should be every single year starting in you know third grade on just the basics of money and why it's important to save and what interest means and what compounding interest means and what investing is and you know obviously investing and compounding interest are you know uh, something for high school but just the basics of money and credit card and 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 why credit cards are potentially bad and it's it's awful to me, and I'm I'm sorry, but I I preached it for years. Why why we're not teaching this in schools? Well, even more basic than that, uh, teach your children how to make money. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is that since the schools aren't doing it, as a father, or maybe as a grandfather, it's really important to teach your kids or your grandkids about money and Te- teach them how to work. How to work. Um, you know, I I really have never spoiled my kids outside of you know Christmas and birthdays. Um, very rarely would I get them anything um, outside of those holidays and would tell them, if you want something, you've got to work for it. Yeah, it's important. They can, they can have a part-time job. They can sell things. They can do all kinds of things. They can cut grass. There's just so many ways to make money today, even starting at a relatively young age. Teach them to be self-sufficient and independent. Also teach them some investment ideas. Even though savings accounts don't make a lot of money right now, help them open up a bank account. Absolutely. They should have bank accounts, even though bank accounts are not what they used to be and the interest is really pretty pitiful. Um, they should absolutely have a bank account as early as you know five or six years old. Um, I opened up bank accounts for all three of my kids. I remember clearly my middle child was proud to have you know gotten some money for maybe his birthday and maybe a little bit of money for working. And I think he had something like $30. And I went and opened up a bank account with him, and I said, okay, now hand the money over to the teller. And <laughs> he got the bank book back and looked at it and said, where's my money? And he just didn't understand. He was probably seven or eight at the time, just didn't get it. But he learned something that day, didn't he? Yep. Somebody... I think he has that same amount in his bank account now. He hasn't learned the lesson of saving. <laughs> I tell him that all the time. You're going to be driving soon. You need to save up money for a car. Well... One of the things you need to teach them is to live within their means and to pay themselves first, which means putting some money aside from savings. Then you've got money to spend if you go on vacation. Yeah, well, we went went to Florida a couple of months ago, and I told all three of my kids, you need to have money for saving. Uh, you need to save money for uh, spending down in Florida. You know, we're not going to be buying you all kinds of uh, souvenirs and things. So they all did. Good. Yep, and uh, you know who Wade Boggs is, right? Mm-hmm. Famous baseball Famous player. Red Sox. Yep. Anyone can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a dad, and that's why I call you dad because you are so special to me. You taught me the game, and you taught me how to play it right. So teach your children well, as the song goes. That's really nice to hear, and uh, I've been a baseball coach for, oh my gosh, 12, 13 years at least. All three of my kids have played baseball, and that's one of my favorite things to do is to be on the field with them, and I've always taught them you know, to play the game the right way, and I've always told them, I don't care if you, you know, make a mental error, if you don't get a hit, if you, you know, don't get that strikeout, as long as you have a good attitude. And I've pulled my kids from games and had them sit on the bench if they had a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing from a financial point of view is teach them to pay their bills and never cheat anybody. And don't live beyond your means. You know, you can live well, but don't live beyond your means. I said recently that my favorite word in the English language is dad or daddy. My daughter still calls me daddy, and I still love to hear that. And I realized recently that my second favorite word is coach. 
Uh, it's really cool to have these kids say, hey, coach, thanks, coach. We're going to take another break and come right back in just a minute. I'll tell you something more about coaches. Warren Buffett once said, you don't have to swing at every pitch. When you're ready to invest, like in a stock, it looks like a fat, slow-moving ball. So we will be right back. Stay tuned. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance. Powered by the USA Wealth Group. And we are now doing our business spotlight of the week. And we are very pleased to have Katie Green from the One South Coast Chamber of Commerce. She is the Director of Programs and Events. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit, first of all, about what the One South Coast Chamber of Commerce does? So, yes, we are actually the second largest chamber in the Commonwealth, and what the Chamber of Commerce does is it facilitates business connections. Excellent. And what is the best uh, phone number for someone to reach you? 508-999-5231. And they can call you there if they're looking to um, talk about an event that they're looking to have in the area. Is that correct? That's correct. Or if anybody wants to see what kind of events we have coming up, they can also visit our website, onesouthcoast.com. Excellent. I was just going to ask you that next, is where could someone go to see what kind of events are coming up? And I know that you do have some events coming up. We do. We have a business after hours on June 30th. That is sponsored by Check Collision, and it will be at their location in Mattapoisett. We also have a new member orientation for any new members that have joined um, just prior to that at 4 o'clock, also at Check Collision. So 4 o'clock for the orientation, and then 5 to 7 is the business after hours. And then we also have a congressional update with Congressman Jake Auchincloss happening on July 22nd at the Fall River Country Club. And we were talking earlier, I know that you have a lot of events the rest of the summer and into the fall already planned, but um, you can find those events on your website. So I'm glad that you're here, and we're actually going to see you at the business after hours coming up in Mattapoisett, so I look forward to seeing you then. Likewise. We're excited to have you. Thank you so much for being this week's Business Spotlight, Katie. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. AE Wealth Management LLC or USA Wealth Group Inc. and One South Coast Chamber of Commerce are not affiliated companies and there is no obligation to use their services. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Welcome back and happy Father's Day to any father that's listening or anybody perhaps that wants to honor their father today. Did you ever hear of George W. Bush? No, who's he? Well, he once said, they call our language the mother tongue because the father seldom gets to speak. That's sexist, (laughs) nice. I thought it was kind of cute. (laughs) Maybe it's even appropriate for some people. Well, when should you think about doing an estate plan attorney, Tenny Lance? Whenever you have children whenever you are uh you have any assets as soon as you turn 18 you should be thinking about your durable powers of attorney for property and health so yes anytime the sooner the better i cannot believe that two-thirds of the people in our country don't have any type of estate plan it just boggles my mind well, how about the fact, here's another statistic, 50% of all the registered voters in this country vote. You could have a national election and only half of those eligible to vote turn out to vote, isn't it? Yeah, that, I don't understand either. Nope. The only time I forgot to vote was when Governor Dukakis was running for re-election and I was working for him, so I was very busy, and I forgot to vote, and he lost Boy, that was a wake-up call. I and he didn't lost by forget. one vote? No, but it was was relatively close. Yeah, it's important. I mean, I don't understand it either. There's so many great things that we take for granted in this country, like the right to vote, and yet so few people actually take advantage of it. It just is mind-blowing to me as well. I vote in every single election, even the little you know local town elections. Sure. Well, probably the people who complained the most are the people who didn't get out to vote, I suspect. So, uh, Pete, do you carry any pictures of your kids in your wallet? I used to. I don't anymore. I have a very thin wallet now, but I used to always 
Um, I have laminated pictures of my kids as bookmarks that I keep in about a half a dozen books that I'm reading at any given moment. Hmm. Well, Rodney Dangerfield once said, I'm so ugly, my father carries around a picture of the kid who came with his wallet. What? Loved Rodney. You know, sometimes you get a, a wallet and it's got a picture of somebody else in it. Oh. She gets it. Oh, that was a bad one. Well, I like Rodney Dangerfield. He was cute. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at my leg because I have shorts on today. And it's a little bit faded because it was two or three days ago. But I was doing something on the floor with my daughter with a map project. Um, it's just a, a fun thing that we do. It's not anything for school. And she wrote, I love you on my leg with the pen and I'm looking at it and thinking it kind of warms my heart and I love being a dad it's my favorite thing don't ever thing. wash it what's well, a good excuse for not taking a shower <laughs> I showered last night thank you good glad to hear it well speaking of wallets Pete um, here's another quotation you might relate to a father is a guy who has snapshots in his wallet where his money used to be yep you usually say that every year on the show but that's a good one too it is a good one do you remember the T-shirt you used to have that said Bank of Dad on the front? No, that was uh, Catherine who had that, our daughter. She said, I bank at the Bank of Dad. I thought she had bought you one also, but anyway. So anyway, um, small boy's definition of Father's Day is just like Mother's Day, only you don't spend so much. <laughs> I always find it funny that Mother's Day, we usually go out to a restaurant um, you know, celebrate in some fashion like that. And then for Father's Day, it's almost always a cookout where the dad is cooking on the grill. Dad gets to grill. <laughs> well, all right, I'm going to come back to some real technical stuff in just a minute, but somebody named Connie Schultz once said, my sisters and I can still recite dad's grilling rules. Rule number one, dad is in charge. Rule number two, repeat rule number one. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I haven't taught my kids yet is how to grill, but... Then again, my almost 19-year-old recently learned how to boil water, so I'm proud of him for that. <laughs> Was it a long lesson? <laughs> well, anyway, come back. Make sure that you have uh, your documents in place, and choosing who you want to be guardian for your children is very important. Um, help. Go ahead. Do that in a formal fashion. Get a will written and properly witnessed and notarized. One of the things that um, I think is important for uh, any father or grandfather to do is if your child is about to turn 18, uh, make sure that you tell them that you're going to open up an IRA for them. And, you know, they can contribute to that. And it's a really important lesson to start saving um, even before that, but saving in an IRA at the age of 18. And here's something else important you need to think about for all of your 18-year-olds. If you have an 18-year-old child and they're perhaps going off to school, college perhaps, um, they should have a durable power of attorney and they should have a health care proxy. Something happens to them and they get into trouble and uh, somebody has to be able to handle their affair. Right. One of the best gifts you can give them. And if they are going off to college and it's it seems like it's less and less, um, a lot of people are picking up a trade or um, just taking some time before they decide whether they're going to go to college but this is important nobody taught me this probably because you didn't know that it was happening dad but when you go off to college the first day there's table after table after table of credit card companies lined up waiting for you to um you, know, you being the sign 18 up year old get hooked. sign up for this credit card with 29.33 percent interest yep it starts <laughs> then what else happens in the uh Month of June, by the way, besides Father's Day. Weddings, right? Well, a lot of weddings take place in June, sure. So let me give you a little tax tip for today about weddings. Um, you got a checklist. You do a lot of planning for a wedding. You've got your cake, your flowers, where the wedding's going to be, your reception. One of the things you need to do as soon as you get married, uh, this is for a woman, obviously, is go to the Social Security office or do it online today mostly, and make sure that you update your social security card information if you're taking a new name. And it's important. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful, honestly, for my kids, but I'm really glad that I only have one daughter because weddings are expensive and it's usually the bride's parents that pay for the wedding. Well, uh, 
teach her to uh, be a jogger, and why don't you have a jogging wedding? And the only people who can come to the wedding are the people who can jog. What are you talking about? I, I don't know. Where did that where, where, where did that come from? My brain. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's come back to some financial tips. Um, have a mindset of growth. You want to grow your money, number one. Number two, start your retirement plan early from your very first job. Teach your children to put money aside for retirement Well, part of the immediately. thing with that growth mindset is, you know, if your kid really wants something and you're not willing to pay for it and quote-unquote spoil them, but they don't have enough money saved up, don't discourage them and say that it's too expensive for them to go and, and get. Teach them that they just need to work more, work harder, save more in order to get that. I know some very ambitious people right now who have a regular job for which they'll get a pension, but they also have a number of part-time things they do, and all the part-time money they make either goes into investments or goes into a vacation fund. So there's always ways to make money. There's always ways to do things. Also, the next uh, good tip to teach your kids uh, is to pay yourself first, but also live below your means. Yep. And what does that mean simply? It means don't spend it before you get it. Save for something and then buy it. Then buy what you want. I paid for my first car. I paid $200 for my first car. Of course, that was in a prior century. <laughs> and it didn't run very well. No, I used to put a quart of oil a quart of oil every 200 miles. I had to stop and put a quart of oil in the car. I could burn so much oil. There's a quote, and I forgot who it was. I'm trying to look it up, but um, it says, if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. So if you can't buy it with the money that you have, and I'm not talking about credit card um, uh, money, I'm talking about actual physical cash, but, yeah, if you can't buy it twice, then you can't afford it. Well, kids and parenting are very, very important. Uh, so Rodney Dangerfield once said, I remember the time I was kidnapped, and they sent a piece of my finger to my father. He said he wanted more proof. What do you think, Pete? I always like Rodney Dangerfield. I do, too, but that one's bad. <laughs> okay, so it's bad. But um, do something to leave a legacy for your children. If you're the father, I think you have a special responsibility to not only support yourself and provide for your own retirement, but to leave as much money as you can for your family. Uh, it's really tough today to make as much money as people did even a while back. The cost of living is so much higher today that as a percentage of your expenses, you spend a lot more of your income today to support your expenses than you did even 20, 30 years ago. And it's much harder for a child today to be able to afford a house. So uh, Tenny and I were fortunate that when our children each bought their first house, we were able to help them with some down payment money. Remember that, Tenny? Both of them, yes. Yes, each of them, yep. <laughs> and it's a nice thing to do if you can afford it because it's hard to come up with money for a down payment today, isn't it? It is. We're, we're only about a minute away from our next break and then our final segment, and um, I think we'll get a little nostalgic and talk about some memories that I have of, you know, growing up and you teaching me things and things that I've been teaching my kids um, and some things that you listening can do with your children or grandchildren, um, including um, one of the favorite things that I've done with my kids, which is the kids workshop at Home Depot. That's important. And buying books for your children is important. I always bought books whenever kids wanted books. We'd go to the bookstore you know, almost every weekend, and they could buy a book, and they love to read. So we're going to take a, a, our last break of the morning, and here's a quotation to leave you with to think about from Martin Mull. Having children is like having a bowling alley installed in your brain. Well, that's very true, and I'll be uh, – actually, before we take this break, I just need to tell a really quick story. I went to a monster truck show with my 9-year-old daughter, who you know, is more girl than tomboy, but – she loves automotive racing and monster trucks, so we went to Gillette Stadium, and there was this maybe three-year-old kicking the seat incessantly behind me almost the entire show, and the parents kept scolding him, and I didn't even notice it because I'm so used to stuff like that and so used to background noise that none of that bothers me. Yep. <laughs> it's a bowling alley in your brain. We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. Call 508 998 8858. That's 508 
888-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our last segment on WBSM Sunday morning. And right now we're celebrating Father's Day. Do something to be a better father. Do something to provide for your family, to protect your family. Give Attorney Tenny Lance or Attorney Mike Coleman a call at 508-998-8800. And make sure you have an estate plan in place that's going to protect them. Give Peter Lance a call at 508-998-8858. Do something to have your finances reviewed. Are your assets protected? Could you be doing better than what you're doing right now? And how about insurance? I think that any young father, the minute you have a child on their way or is actually there, have some insurance in place. Things happen in life, and you want to be able to protect your children. There's also some special events we'd like to talk about. Um, One of the great organizations in the area uh, that deserves your support is the Big Brothers Big Sisters program of Massachusetts Bay. And if you'd like information on how to get in touch with them, give us a call. We've talked about them in the past on Father's Day in particular. There's a lot of kids that just need some support. And you could be a volunteer and make a real difference in somebody else's life. We also have the um, Fairhaven Road Race, which historically is on Father's Day. And this year it is on June 19th. Uh, It kicks off at 9 a.m., It's a 5K, 5-kilometer race. There is an online registration. It's the only way that you can register for this race. And you do that by going into fairhavenroadrace.org. But you better do it quick. You got to do it quick. (laughs) That's right, because we're... We're almost at the start. But anyways, a lot of people run that, and it's a nice race. It's a certified race. It's a sanctioned race, and it's a lot of fun. Or maybe you want to just go and watch it. So it kicks off um, at the Hastings Middle School, 30 School Street in Fairhaven. And as I said, it's five kilometers. So that's always a fun thing to support. Um, I don't know about you, Pete, but I've always been glad that I'm a father. And and, um, I'm also glad that I'm a grandfather. Yep, you're a great papa. And your grandkids love you. And you make it fun for all of them. You know, you're very mature unless you're around kids and then you act like a kid (laughs) well i've never really fully grown up (laughs) well there's a lot of things that fathers do that you know are really special i i have to be honest i don't really remember you teaching me how to drive but i remember clearly you teaching Catherine how to drive and for whatever unknown reason you allowed me to sit in the back seat as she learned how to drive a stick shift and I was laughing my tail off the entire time. Every time she would rock the car and have it stall out, and she got so mad, kept turning around and yelling at me. And I don't know why you let me in the back seat, but it was a, a fun experience for me. Probably to teach you a lesson in patience, I suppose. But oh. I, I enjoyed teaching um, my oldest how to drive, and I'm about to be um, teaching my middle child how to drive, and. It's, it's uh, not necessarily something that a dad does, but it seems to be more of a dad thing to teach their kids how to drive, I guess. Um, you know, I taught all three of my kids how to ride a bicycle. Yeah, I did the same. I taught you, you both how to ride a bicycle. That's when I could still run along beside the bicycle <laughs> and hold it. This is my favorite time of year because it's baseball time. And we get to go and watch all our grandkids play baseball. That's always fun. And it gets complicated, doesn't it? Well, Because they're in different locations and different schedules, and it's like, holy cow. This year is a lot easier for me, which is sort of sad at the same time, because only one of my three kids is playing baseball for the first time. Uh, Last year, there were two, and the year before that, all three. And they were on different teams three years ago. 
and I was the head coach of one, assistant coach of the other, and just a spectator for the third. But sometimes all three kids would have games at the same time. So I think you need a baseball quotation from Pete Rose. My father taught me that the only way you can make good at anything is to practice and then practice some more. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things is playing baseball in the backyard with my kids. And I have such good memories of playing just catch with them in the backyard um, years ago. And my favorite sport to watch my kids play is baseball, but um, my favorite sport to watch on TV is football. <laughs> hmm. Well, William Shakespeare also once said, it is a wise father that knows his own child. I've actually thought for the past couple of years um, before COVID that there's some towns that do this, and for some reason there's no towns really locally that um, have, have this. And I've been toying with the idea of trying to put it together, which is to have a father-daughter dance. And uh, mm-hmm. I really think that'd be special. I'd love to see my daughter dressed up in a nice dress and have me wearing a suit and a tie and, you know, having a daddy-daughter dance. It's an interesting idea, but what if you have a daughter who doesn't have a father? She might be left out. Well, we've talked about that um, in the past with other people, and they said as long as it's, you know, a parent, that the parent would be allowed to go. Okay. Well, I want to remind everyone listening that we have lots and lots of good information. If somebody would like a uh, checklist or a white paper, as we call it, um, we're happy to provide them. On USA Wealth Group side, we've got a very good detailed report called Your Retirement Income Planning Checklist, or there's a report on can you afford to retire if you're offered a buyout? We do a lot of that kind of situation. Um, Creating your own retirement recipe, inflation and your retirement, very relevant topic today. So we've got a lot of good information that we're happy to share with you. Uh, Visit our website, usawealthgroup.com, or give us a call and we'd be happy to tell you what we've got and provide it. The law firm does the same thing, right, Jenny? Yes, we have lots of um, interesting material that people can uh, catch up on estate planning. Um, But certainly on this Father's Day, if you have not done your estate plan yet, please make sure that you think about that, make an appointment, and get it done. And you've got a handout, you've got a white paper called 15 Common Reasons to Do Estate Planning. You also have a nice handout called A Special Child Needs Special Planning. I know that over the years you've done a lot of plans for people who have special needs children, right? Right. If you have a child or a grandchild who's about to turn 18 or you know maybe still in their late teens or early 20s and they do not have an IRA yet, give me a call. I'll be happy to set up an IRA. Um, in their name that you can um, start for them. Right, and the law firm also has a report, a white paper called Estate Planning with Individual Retirement Accounts. How you make decisions on your beneficiaries is critically important. The rules have changed recently. This handouts on probate, uh, an executor's role and responsibilities, living trusts, calculating the benefits, just loads and loads of good white paper handouts. And give the law firm a call at 508-998-8800. They'd be happy to provide that. I just said a little while ago about how it seems to be that it's usually the father that teaches the kids how to drive, but again, not always the case. I I said that I taught my oldest how to drive, and I just was thinking that's been three years and how time flies. I just thought it was somewhat recently, and I'm thinking, no, I'm about to teach my middle child how to drive, and and they're three years and three days apart, so it's been three years. And I was thinking it was a a lot of good memories, and most of them were, but there were a lot of moments where he scared the living crap out of me. (laughs) I'm I'm thinking of clutching the dashboard, scared, and holding onto the seat of my pants and saying, Nathan, slow down. Nathan, you're driving too close to the edge, and you're driving too close to the line, and him getting mad at me, frustrated, but that's funny how, how time flies. Children always think they're better than their fathers anyway, don't they? I think that's a true comment, wouldn't you say? Um, th- at certain ages, they do, yes, at least. Do you know this uh, gentleman called Stephen Colbert? I do, late-night talk show host. Well, he once said, a father has to be a provider, a teacher, a role model, but most importantly, a distant authority figure who can never be pleased. 
Otherwise, how will children ever understand the concept of God? <laughs> I thought that was wonderful. That's a but, good quote. The last thing I'll say before you wrap up go ahead. is uh, it was just like yesterday morning. We have a picture printed out on our fridge of you and my oldest, Nathan, um, almost exactly a year ago, where he had his senior prom, and you just happened to have uh, a Masonic event where it was a tux, you know, black tie event, and you had your tux on, and Nathan had his tux on, and you helped him tie his bow tie, and thinking what a special moment that was, and something he'll probably never forget. Yeah, it was a special moment. I also paid for his tux rental. <laughs> oh, God. And again, going back to that, he thought that the tux was going to be delivered to him. Remember that? That's right. We had At the last <laughs> minute, we had to race back and just barely got to the store before they closed. <laughs> well, here's a closing quotation from Abraham Lincoln. My father taught me to work, but not to love it. I never did like to work, and I don't deny it. I'd rather read, tell stories, crack jokes, talk, laugh, anything but work. That was Abraham Lincoln. So, ladies and gentlemen, remember your father. If you are a father, do something to protect your family and your children. And thank you so much for listening. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Love you, Dad. Firm offers insurance services. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and USA Wealth Group, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. USA Wealth Group, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group, Inc. USA Wealth Group, Inc. has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide legal advice. Lance Law, Inc. is not affiliated with USA Wealth Group, Inc. or AE Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.